Welcome to Shujin Academy VGM Club. I'm Professor Tom, your faculty sponsor. This episode is going to be a little bit different. I've got my son, Save Point Sam, here today, and we're going to play some Pokemon songs, and we're going to talk about some Pokemon. So, Sam, talk about some Pokemon just a little bit before we play some songs. Hi, I play a lot of Pokemon. And I don't play a lot of Pokemon. I mostly play the newer games, but one thing Pokemon always gets really well is the soundtrack. Okay. I want to hear some Pokemon songs. I've never actually sat down and really gotten deep with a Pokemon game. I tried to play Pokemon X and wound up giving up on it, and that was what happened. I never quite got into it. So, let's go into our first song, which is the opening theme for Pokemon Red and Blue by Junichi Matsuda. Probably the most iconic Pokemon song there is. So that is the Pokemon Red and Blue intro music. I don't think I'd ever actually heard it in its original native form before. I heard it in Smash Brothers, because we play a lot of Smash Brothers in our house, but it's interesting. It's very Game Boy, and I like it. It has a good let's go on an adventure sort of a vibe to it. What do you think, Sam? I think... That is the most iconic song in Pokemon, and I think that that title is well-deserved. It makes sense. Usually the first song, the first big song in a series is the iconic song. Like, you know, doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo is the iconic Super Mario song, and Legend of Zelda is doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. So it makes sense that that would be the iconic Pokemon song. I like it. What's your favorite Pokemon? Uh, my favorite Pokemon is pretty new. It's called Appleton. That's the apple pie one, right? Yes, it's an apple pie hurdle. 
Uh, my favorite Pokemon is Snorlax. It's always been Snorlax. Ever since Gen 1 of Pokemon, when I first saw like Snorlax in the TV show, I was like, oh my gosh, he's so cute! I love him! I never actually played the original Pokemon games, but I did catch a decent amount of the Pokemon show because I was an anime fan in the late 90s, and back then you would take any anime you could get we were so desperate for anime like you would go to blockbuster and they'd have like four anime vhs tapes and you would have rented all of them five times and every single one of them was like something you'd seen before and one would be like akira and one would be like the fifth vhs tape of a show with 54 episodes so you didn't really know what was going on in the middle or at the end but you still watched it anyway and then one would probably be like some other iconic anime movie like ninja scroll and then there'd be one other random vhs tape i watched all the anime i could get my hands on when i was young and even now i like anime do you like anime i do anime is fun i wish i could get you to start liking ranma i'm I'm fine with Ranma. It just seems like it just seems like the girls are not. Anyway, he does like MHA. You like MHA? Yes. MHA is a fun show. I was surprised by how much I liked it when I started watching it. There's going to be more of it, but it hasn't been dubbed into English yet. Okay, so our next song is Routes 209 and 212 Day from Pokémon Diamond and Pearl by Go Ichinose, Junichi Matsuda, and Shigeru Omori. Now, do you know anything about this song, Sam? I know the roots are yes. like the the roots I, are the roads between point A and point B, right? Yes. On the roots, you can encounter Pokemon in the tall grass, and you can battle trainers that kind of just are standing there looking around. Okay. Well, I have uh, listened to this song because there are remakes of Diamond and Pearl that are out. Okay. Let's hear the song.
This episode of Shujin Academy VGM Club is sponsored by Full Heal. Are your Pokémon tragically afflicted with status conditions? Are they sick with poison? Too tired from sleep to get out of the Pokéball in battle? Frozen or burned? Give them a full heal. A full heal will cure any status condition and get your Pokémon back in fighting shape in no time. Buy some full heals from your local Pokémart today. Okay, so that was the Route 209 and 212 song from Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. I like it. It has a very regal opening, and then it moves into something that sounds like a JRPG overworld theme, and I love me some JRPGs. What system is that for? That is for the DS. All of the Pokemon games are on portable devices, except for a few spinoffs, like Pokemon Snap, and Pokemon Coliseum and XD. It's cool how Pokemon was an exclusively portable series for such a long time. I guess it still is because the Switch is a portable. So what kind of stuff happened in Diamond and Pearl? Diamond and Pearl did what Gold and Silver were trying to do a lot better. What Gold and, Gold and Silver were trying to do was introduce a bunch of new Pokemon that were related to old Pokemon with a bunch of new mechanics to go with them. It kind of sounds like what happened in Street Fighter Alpha and Street Fighter Alpha 2, where Alpha 2 was basically Street Fighter Alpha, but way better, and no one ever plays Street Fighter Alpha anymore. That's correct. Gold and Silver introduced a lot of weaker pre-evolutions, or what the Pokemon community commonly refers to as baby Pokemon. Like, like Pichu? Like Pichu and Munchlax. Munchlax is so cute! It is still technically a baby Pokemon, as it was, uh, it is, as it is a pre-evolution that was added later than its evolution. Okay. That is the categorization for a baby Pokemon. Gold and Silver also introduced breeding, where you can put two of the same Pokemon in the daycare, and they will make eggs. They do have to be opposite genders, though. That is not a thing that happens in human daycare, and I think that's for the best. Yes, probably. They also introduced a day-night cycle, as well as something called shiny Pokemon, which back then were 1 in 8,000 odds, and, and they were different colorations that were extremely rare. Are they super awesome and powerful, or are they just different they're, color? They're just a different color. All right, so uh, next up, I think we're going to hear the Johto Gym Leader battle music from Pokemon Gold, Silver, and Crystal. Is that right? Yes. All right, let's check out that a track. Lot, several Pokemon games have enhanced versions or mm -hmm. a third version that came after the original two that uh, maybe has a few more Pokemon and is more difficult. Like Pokemon Yellow coming out after Red and Blue. Yes, Crystal is the same thing for Gold and Silver, and Platinum is that for Diamond and Pearl. Okay, so this... There's also Emerald for Ruby and Sapphire. They were really big on these for the first four sets of Pokemon games. It makes sense. Nintendo likes money. Yep. <laughs> Alright, so this is Johto Gym Leader Battle Music from Pokemon Gold, Silver, and Crystal from Junichi Matsuda, Go Ichinose, and Morikazu Aoki.
That was the Johto Gym Leader battle music from Pokemon Gold, Silver, and Crystal. And I gotta say, the beginning of that song is really, really Game Boy. I mean, it comes from a Game Boy game, so it would definitely have some Game Boy soundiness to it. But that's a very Game Boy sound with that bit at the beginning. Yep. Gold and Silver didn't really do the best. A lot of fans say it's the worst set of games because they say it's over-reliant on the first set of games, the Kanto region. In the post-game, you go to the Kanto region and have to fight all of the gym leaders there before fighting the Pokemon League there and the protagonist of the first Pokemon games as, like, a secret final boss. So the gym leaders are, like, big bosses of the game, like, you know, big area bosses in a regular JRPG would be. Yes. There are only eight gym leaders in each region. Once you beat all eight, you can progress to the Pokemon League, Mm -hmm. which are the final five trainers that you must face. They are the final bosses. Okay. I think the idea that you have to go fight the protagonist of the first game in the second game, that is really cool. That's like the most awesome concept. That is great. I know, like, Diablo does that. I guess Diablo kind of does that, too. Spoiler alert for a, you know, 30-year-old game. At the end of Diablo 1, the protagonist plunges the soul stone into his forehead to take the evil of Diablo into himself and then goes to the east to find a cure, which is a little weird and orientalist, but whatever. And then in Diablo 2, we find out that the protagonist of Diablo 1 failed, and so now you got to fight Diablo again. Wow, the Diablo games are cyclical. Yeah. I tell people that the way you play Diablo is that you go into a dungeon and you kill monsters to get loot to go into a different dungeon and kill bigger monsters to get better loot, and this cycle continues until you get bored. And I have played enough late-game Diablo 3 that I stand firmly by this assessment. Yeah, but back to Pokemon. Back to Pokemon. Yeah, let's just stop on our Diablo tangent. All right, so the next song we're going to play is Victory Road Inside the Pokemon League from Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. Once you beat all the gym leaders, you go to a location. In most of the games, it's a cave called Victory Road, and there's a puzzle in Victory Road that involves using all of the HMs, or hidden moves, or moves that you can use in the overworld, and then you get to the Pokemon League. This sounds nothing like Ikari Warriors 2, which is also called Victory Road. It does not. All right. This song is from Go Ichinose, Morikazu Aoki, and Junichi Masuda. Not Matsuda, Masuda. It is from Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. The notable things that Ruby and Sapphire made were abilities, where different Pokemon could do different things to more extent. (laughs) They had different abilities, and different abilities did things. They also made weather in Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. The weathers at that point were very simple. There was Sandstorm that did damage over time to all Pokemon that were not Rock, Ground, or Steel type. There was Hail that did damage over time to all Pokemon that were not Ice type. There was Rain, which increased the power of Water type moves and decreased the power of Fire type moves. 
and there was harsh sunlight, which increased the power of fire-type moves and decreased the power of water-type moves. All right, let's hear the song.
Alright, that is Victory Road Inside the Pokemon League from Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. That is a very militant sounding song. Are you sure it's not from Ikari Warriors 2? I'm sure. Because Ikari Warriors 2 is very militant. I mean, it's I about know. two dudes who are mercenaries. I know. You do not know. You've never even played Ikari Warriors You've 2. You've told me about it. Anyway, I liked that song. Is that is that a GBA song or is it for the DS? It's GBA. All right. Uh, the Game Boy Advance is a, I think it's an underappreciated format in terms of video game music, probably because it didn't have, well, I don't know why. It was very militant. So what's going on when you hear that song? In that song, you are wandering through a cave, pushing around boulders to get to a building that is very scary. Very scary building. Well... It, the building itself is not inherently scary. It's the trainers inside. Okay, and that's from Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. So what's special about Ruby and Sapphire? Well, they added weather, and they added a bunch of new Pokemon, like every Pokemon game. Do they add weather in every Pokemon game? They have weather in every Pokemon game after Ruby and Sapphire. Like weather is a thing that's already always going on, or weather is a thing that you can summon with weather is skills. A, weather is a thing that you can summon with skills. Okay. All right. And they buff and debuff types of Pokemon, right? Yep. There are what seventy-five types of Pokemon. There are, I think, eighteen now. It's like ultimate rock, paper, scissors, where there's like rock, paper, scissors, bread, hamster, gun, bigger rock quadruple scissors, construction paper, anti-gun, deconstruction rock. Yeah, it's a little weird. The last song we're going to play is Champion Cynthia Battle Music from Go Ichinose Junichi Masuda and Shigeru Omori from Pokemon Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. Yes, this music is probably the second most iconic Pokemon music, and also the most infamous, as Cynthia is the final boss of Pokemon Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum, and known as the hardest trainer to defeat in all of Pokemon in the entire franchise. Alright, let's check it out.
that was Champion Cynthia Battle Music from Pokemon Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. And I gotta say, that sounds very Final Boss. Like, that is a Final Boss song. Reminds me of Dancing Mad from Final Fantasy VI, which is the Final Boss song from that game, but much, much shorter because that song goes on for 20 minutes. Yeah, that is much shorter than 20 minutes, but it is a very Final Boss song. And it is fitting of the strongest Pokemon trainer in all of the land. She is the final boss, right? Yes. A lot of crashing cymbals in that song. Is that a Game Boy song? Is that a GBA game or a DS game? It's the DS. We've already established this, Dad. It's from the same game as the Route 209 music. See, because I haven't played any of the Pokemon games, I have no nostalgia for them, so I don't remember which game came out for which platform, except Red and Blue was for the Game Boy. And Arceus just came out, but that's like for the Super Nintendo, right? No, that's for the Switch. I've been playing it a lot. Are you enjoying it? Yes, it is very fun. It is the Pokemon game. It's the open-world Pokemon game that people have been asking for for over a decade at this point. Grand Theft Pokemon? No, it's it's Poké-Monster Hunter Breath of the Arceus. That sounds like a pretty good combination. What Pokémon does Cynthia throw at you? Well, in Platinum, which I'm just going to describe her Platinum team, because that is, by all accounts, the better one. She has Milotic, which is a sea serpent. She has Lucario, which is a dog-wearing... Lucario is the ninja dog in Smash, isn't it? Yes, that is Lucario. Not the ninja frog in Smash, the ninja dog in Smash. A lot of ninjas in Pokemon. Except Lucario isn't a ninja. It's more an MMO fighter. So what else does MMA. Sorry, not MMO. Oh, that makes more sense. Words are hard. MMA fighters are much more fighting-y and wear less armor. So who else does Cynthia throw at you? There's also Togekiss, who is kind of just a flying egg. But also, it has a very annoying strategy to deal with, where it paralyzes you, which makes you have a 50% chance to just not be able to move, and then uses a move called Air Slash, which has a chance to make you unable to move. So at that point, you just have, like, a 75% chance to not be able to move, and it's very annoying. It sounds like Cynthia suffers from uh, SNK boss syndrome, or perhaps I should say you suffer from the fact that Cynthia has SNK boss syndrome. Yep. Really, it's just the one Pokemon, though. There's also Roserade, which is a masquerade, someone at a masquerade ball, except they have roses for hands and they're a plant. That's Pokemon right there. Yep. Oh, yeah, she also has Spiritomb, which is supposedly the souls of 108 evil people put into a single rock and just the spiritual energy and energy of darkness that comes out of it made a pokemon i love how how like crazy all the pokemon descriptions are like this pokemon is really the god of darkness and destructicity and it was something that you know is the size of three city blocks but somehow it fits in a pokeball and it obeys the commands of regular people yes that's pretty much giratina um all pokemon have the inherent ability to shrink into a pokeball that's how that works all right is there anything else you want to say about Pokemon? There is also... Cynthia has one last Pokemon, her sixth Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And that 
is her best one, and it has done a lot. It's very strong. What it is, is it? It is a level 62 Garchomp. Garchomp is a pseudo-legendary Pokemon. The pseudo-legendaries are Pokemon that have the same level of stats as the weaker legendaries, but can be found as normal Pokemon and are not legendaries. Her Garchomp is very powerful. Level 62 is really high. I assume the level cap is 99. <clears throat> the max level's 100, but yeah. All right. Anything else you want to say about Pokemon before the end of the show? Yes. Legends Arceus is very fun. You should play it. Shinies are 1 in 4,000 odds, and in Legends Arceus, since it's open world and you can see all of the Pokemon, there is a shiny noise, just in case there's, like, a shiny shows up, like, behind you. You hear the shiny noise, and, like, oh, God, oh, oh, God, shiny. All right. Thanks for talking to me about Pokemon and choosing all the songs for this episode. Yes. You're welcome. If you want to reach me, you can email me at shujinacademyvgmclub at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at shujinvgmclub and on Instagram at shujinacademyvgmclub. Please leave me a five-star rating on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you are finding this episode. Goodbye.